2: Hello and welcome again to Pearlmania 500, the podcast where a husband and wife duo do their research and then yell topical lore dumps on each other. <laughs>
3: yeah. Yeah. Like any healthy marriage.
2: Like any healthy marriage. They then record it and play it for their faithful listeners.
3: <laughs> That's right.
2: A lot of our topics are typically chosen by our Patreons, but today's episode is just straight off the top because we haven't listed a poll yet. But we're going to. We're going to have a poll up mm-hmm. shortly. Yeah. So with that, let's start. This week's episode... Buckle up. Smiling. I thank did it. Thank you so much. His name was Dusk. We're going to need smiles for this episode. Why? Uh, I'll get into that in a second. Oh, but first okay. thing, like always, this is the part everybody really looks forward to. Yeah. That we give our big shout outs.
3: Yeah, we're shout out. We're hey hunting.
2: We're hey huns to our team leaders. Let's get into it. Hey hun.
4: Let's meet our team leaders.
2: So we have 17 this week. Whoop whoop. Let's I can't go. see the screen. That's the point uh-huh. every time. Uh, first one we want to give a shout out to is Shay.
3: Shay, listen, we're sorry. We don't know how you didn't get your shout out originally, but we got it for you today. We do. Hey, hun. Hey, hun. How you doing?
2: How are you, Shay?
3: Many emojis your way.
2: After that, we have, okay, geez, right off the bat.
3: What does it say? I I got Brie. Yeah.
2: Okay, I'm going to go with.
3: Just say, I think they, didn't they inbox us and say, just say Brie?
2: Did they? I think they did. Did you already clear that inbox? Maybe. Because I only see them when they're new the oh, day of we God. recording. Oh, wow. So you got to write down who these oh, are. I'm going to try it, I'm though. Pretty
3: set. I'm pretty sure Bree said, don't worry about my last name. I'm doing it. Okay, go ahead.
2: Kakinus.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that's correct.
2: Kakinius. <laughs> yep. There we I'm go. I'm sure that's right. Kakinius. Hey, Hi, Bree. After that, we have Rage Against the Pusheen.
3: Hey, hun, I just talked, I just sent them a message on Instagram. Oh, nice. Over at the Mrs. Pearlmania Instagram, which is where I talk about book club. Okay. Yeah.
2: After that, we have Smothering Tithe.
3: Oh, that's a good one. Hey, hun. That is
2: a good one. Yeah, yeah. After that, we have Kasia Lawson. Hey, hun. After that, we have Mark.
3: Is it with a C or a K? What, Kasia? No, Mark.
2: Oh, it's Mark with a K.
3: That's a joke. Why? Do you never watch Empire Records?
2: I mean I've watched it but I don't remember that reference. Really? I don't remember it's that
3: It's Mark. They're like he's like, Oh, we're gonna do a rock band, we're gonna call it Mark and they're like, Is it with a C or a K? And he's like, Well my name is spelled with a K. It's it's a very iconic moment in Empire Records. It couldn't have been that iconic. I don't yeah. remember that from the movie at all. Okay. Well, we're going to need to rewatch it because it really holds up well. Honestly.
2: Does it? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a great movie. I know. I love I it. I really enjoy the movie, and I remember a lot of parts of it. Lucas! I just don't
3: remember. He was my favorite. Okay.
2: Mark, this one's for you. <laughs> hey, hon. After that, we have Erasmo Cortez. Hey, hon. After that, we have Duncan Dixon Butts.
3: Really, Is yeah, Dixon Butts. I love that. Butz.
2: Hey, Sometimes I'm real. I'm I'm realizing like halfway through saying some of these, I'm like, that's a joke name, <laughs> Duncan Dixon Butts. After that, we have, uh shit, okay, <laughs> pajot idiot moss or a paha idiot moss. Yeah, that one. Okay, we're we'll go with that one. Hey, after that, we have Gen X Riot.
3: Oh, hell yeah. Oh, we're bringing Riot Girls, Empire Records. Listen. Yep. The youth.
2: Followed by Uncle Gary.
3: Uncle Gary.
2: I love that. I love having an Uncle Gary. After that, we have... This is this is, is this an L? That is an L. All right, so we have Al underscore Bot Twin.
3: Hey, Al underscore Bot Twin. Hey, hon.
2: Yeah, or maybe that's Bot Win. I don't know. Okay. After that...
3: overthinking it a bit. After
2: what? that, we have... Please welcome to the drag stage. You're a cunt.
3: Ha <laughs> ha! Got him. Hey, hun.
2: After that, we have Lionel Jost.
3: Hey, hun. Is it, you think it's related to Colin Jost?
2: No, I don't think so. Mm. I was more worried he might be related to Lionel Richie.
3: Why? His wife's still, like, still, all
2: over Still your all over my Instagram. You know
3: what's wild is that the same time that Lionel Richie's ex wife was all over your Instagram talking shit. Lionel Richie was they, at- Well, no, they were planning Sophia Richie's wedding, which has been oh. all over the internet. It's been like, Sophia Richie got married. It's been like this insane internet thing. And I was just thinking as I was watching, I was like, they would have been in the wedding planning process and Sophia Richie's mother, instead of partaking in like the extreme sport that is insane rich people weddings, was just on Instagram in your comments talking shit. Yeah. <laughs>
2: No, Christians are the real victim of the trans. Obviously. Yeah, that type of shit. Yeah. Uh, b- by the way, they, my big Lionel Richie news. He was at the coronation of King Charles III. Oh, really? Yeah, he was one of like the four celebrities they kept making a big deal of. And I was like, Lionel Richie? Really? Oh, wait,
3: I saw on TikTok... No, not TikTok because it was Instagram. Um, that Katy Perry was there.
2: Katy Perry was there. And so
3: we're doing American. Is it American Idol? I Those guess have yeah. Been the judges. Yeah,
2: I guess yeah. They were American Idol judges because that's the judges. Not my judges though.
3: Wow. No. You love the good judges. The I love kind the- that you can buy on the Supreme Court.
2: Exactly. Get
3: back today, hey All
2: right. After after Lionel Joast, we have Kuma the swear bear
3: kuma the swear bear now if i went to um build a bear i would build a kuma the swear bear that's hey, that's pretty good mm-hmm. we like
2: that kuma the swear bear <laughs> uh this next one we have tampon slut the koi fish
3: wait what
2: that's the name <laughs> tampon slut the koi fish
3: Hey, hon. <laughs> that's i live yeah I'm here. Now,
2: listen, I've told our listeners and our patrons, especially when they're making new ones, please obviously make up fake names. Number one, you don't want to put your real name on the internet. But number two, it's a lot easier for me to read, which brings yeah. us to the final one. Okay. And their name that they chose. Yeah. Is Alex Perlman is lame.
3: Did your sister make that one?
2: I don't think so. Whoever they are, they oh. paid five bucks.
3: <laughs> I would pay $5 to call you lame.
2: Yeah, but they could have paid three.
3: Oh, they didn't man. have to pay
2: five. They could have paid three to still get the shout out.
3: I love that.
2: So that's our seventeen for this week. I'm gonna mark those as complete.
3: Thank you guys so much for supporting our Patreon so that we can, you know, keep doing this and get headsets and working microphones and yes. have time to do this. Yep. It, really also, it also it also
2: keeps us doing it. Yeah, because I didn't want to. I was a part of me was like, oh, how do we ever broach taking a week off? And uh, we're not gonna. <laughs>
3: that don't say that. What if somebody gets sick or life happens?
2: Well, then one of us will sit here and record <laughs> a fucking podcast. Oh yeah,
3: we'll get a guest.
2: We'll get a guest.
3: Yeah. Ooh. You,
2: you have friends, right? I do. I don't. I do only, you have
3: friends? No, I have.
2: <laughs> I have a series of acquaintances that don't return my calls.
3: Ah, the male experience. Yeah, but hold on. <laughs> let
2: me go ahead because that's the end of the. Hey, huh? Let's meet our team leaders. So what I do want to say, though, is, as we say, we always like to put up polls. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to put up poll, a poll soon for my topics. Yep. You recently had one up there, so you had a couple <laughs> topics picked. This week, I didn't put up a poll in time, so I Mm-mm. picked my topic. Yep. But I'm going to put up three mm-hmm. that people can choose from. The top two will win. Okay. Uh, the choice is, number one, is going to be you Uline. What's that? Uh, Uline is a, a kind of a logistics company that sells products to a lot of different companies.
3: Okay.
2: And they're evil.
3: Oh. Nefarious. Ooh, I'm intrigued.
2: Yeah. So that was actually sent in by a listener. Okay. Um, I don't can't remember the name off the top of my head, but mm-hmm. Uline is, uh, they're very, very big in uh, right-wing conspiracy c- circles, all these different things. No. And giving a lot of money to Supreme Court justices among others. <sighs> After that, we're gonna go with the Pinkertons.
3: Okay. Well, I do know about that in only the aspect of how it has to do with like Irish culture. Yeah.
2: But I and don't my Magic know- the Gathering TikTok.
3: Yeah. Okay. That too. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know a lot about them, but I'm intrigued.
2: Yeah. So there's the Pinkertons. So okay. we have Uline Pinkertons, and lastly, inspired because you and I went and got um, we got some Vietnamese soup. Yeah. And on our way out, you pointed and said, "Heh, Shenyun." Yeah, so we might do an episode on Shen Yun.
3: Why? There's a lot to it. I thought it was like a dancing thing. They go and do the dancing.
2: It's there's a lot more to it than just the dancing oh. thing. So those That's are not, those are going to be when the poll says topics.
3: It like that it's never good.
2: No, it's never good. So those are going to be the poll topics we're going to put up. Okay. coming up soon. Uh, Am so, I allowed to vote? Uh, I don't think you can, oh. I think cause your only login is the same one we share. <laughs> so I feel like we can't.
3: All right. We will.
2: not We're going to leave it up to the team leads. Yeah, no, we got $5 tr- members can we vote. Gotta
3: trust the team leads on this. Yep.
2: $5 members can vote $3 members. You get your shout out $5. Get a shout out and a vote. That's how it works. Just like America. you got to pay more. If you want to have your voice heard. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Jesus Christ.
2: Look at me. I'm sitting here in a robe. Got to pay me. If you want me to vote the right way. Oh no. Anyway, okay. This week's episode, yeah, uh, like I said, is is going to be a little different. How I went with I went with uh, you know the fun. Alex chooses type you, of deal.
3: Okay, but you're giving... They, listeners can't see your face, but I see your face.
2: What is, was my face serving right it, now? What is it giving?
3: It's giving concerning to me. Yeah. It's giving, you're going to ruin my sleep tonight. So
2: here's, here's what I would ask for you. Okay. Do you recognize this bumper? All right, this little sound clip, okay? Yeah,
3: okay, let me hear it. Nobody expects the Spanish Inquisition! <laughs> Yes, it's from Monty Python.
2: Yes, that's the topic.
3: Monty Python? No, the Spanish Inquisition. (laughs) Oh, son of a bitch. (laughs) Yeah, so we're going to take a quick little break, and when we
2: come back, we're going to learn all about certain aspects of not just the Spanish Inquisition, a bunch of different Inquisitions.
3: Oh, good. good. So Inquisitions, we're asking a lot of questions. No, no. No? we're
2: not going to like any of the answers that we get.
3: God damn it. Okay.
2: Yeah, yeah. So we'll be right back.
3: All right, guys.
2: Right after this.
4: Pearlmania 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 500
2: so there is one button I forgot to hit before we uh, go into the Inquisition yeah because technically speaking, Technically speaking. Okay.
4: That's a
2: no Nazi guarantee.
3: Oh, really? This is a no Nazi guarantee episode?
2: Technically speaking, because the Nazis weren't invented for another 700 years. Okay. However, all right, there are a lot of things that they learned from the Inquisition.
3: No. So
2: it's going to get dark.
3: Great. I'm excited. Hold on, I gotta put on my best smile and chipper voice. Okay. To keep this upbeat.
2: So, um, what do you know about the Catholic Church?
3: <laughs> okay. I wanna um, make sure
2: because listen, we just recently did an episode and on we, we On Mormonism. We discovered it-
3: sort of I was I was doing a how did the Mormons get to Hawaii? Yeah, because that was the confusing part for me. Yeah, and then, I thought they were in Utah.
2: And then we kept going. And
3: then somehow and then, we ended up in Mi- Michigan, Ohio, the Beaver Place,
2: Beaver Island. Yeah,
3: Beaver Island, which also, by the way, sounds really nice. Like after reading the description, I was like, could we go there? Yeah, we can go. That'll be like a nice lake house time.
2: Um, but anyway, okay. What do I? But know what about we the discovered Church? though is we have a lot of ex Mormons who are listeners Yo, of this podcast. Honestly, a ton.
3: We have so many ex Mormon listeners. And I love that for them. Yes. <laughs> and so many people were like, this brought me back. And then, you know, I kind of felt bad about that. But yeah. also, yeah. that's But so this this is
2: the revenge for them, as we're going to bring you back to no. Catholicism.
3: <laughs> no. By the time this is over,
2: you will be a trad wife. You will be no. blessed in the rosary. Oh, my God. We're going to put a Virgin Mary in the front yard.
3: Okay, I would do that anyway. Yeah, I know you would. You <laughs> want the
2: plastic one that's poorly No, you got to get
3: the stone one where she has, like, the little... Oh, like she's almost like a she looks like cave. Pe-
2: Which looks like a little penguin.
3: Yeah, yeah, that one. She looks
2: like a penguin stepping out of a vagina. Okay. Yeah. That's what it looks like to me every time. I'm like, that's just a big old pussy. It's
3: they keep no. saying it's
2: the Virgin Mary, but she's okay. clearly with the way the 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 the, the habit is mm-hmm. draped. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, I see that. Okay, you so know? what do I know about the Catholic Her face Church? is the clip. Alex, I'm trying desperately to move away from what you're saying. Okay. Okay, what do I know? I know, only know what I've been told by them. Okay. Um, and by them, you mean? The Catholic Church. <laughs> okay. Because I did go to Catholic school for m- most of my education, starting at what would be first grade going up until my senior year of high school.
2: That's all of your education.
3: Well, no, because I went to college. Mm, you went
2: to community know, college.
3: Um, community college is number one. The same as college. Yeah. Number two, financially responsible. Comparatively. Comparatively. You went to
2: Philadelphia Community College. Comparatively. I went to Delaware County Community College. um, All
3: right. I don't think you're stunting on me the way you think you're stunting on me. I
2: feel like I am.
3: One of us uses our degree.
2: Mmm. Yeah. Damn.
3: And the other one's famous on TikTok.
2: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah.
3: How about you? Ease it down a bit. Okay. Um. And then, so yeah, I basically only know, well, I don't, not that I only know. I know everything I was told to me, sort of, kind of, because I did push it out of my brain well, a lot. But, but
2: explain what that means. Like, what is the Catholic Church?
3: Uh, it's a church run by the Pope. Okay, yeah. And um, he's got cardinals. Yep. And then the cardinals got bishops, and then the bishops got priests. This is, I'm going down the MLM line. Yeah, yeah. And then there's nuns in there. Who are just being exploited? There's not as many of any of these people as there used to be. No, 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 no way. And here. um, yeah, the nuns would teach our, at school. They were vicious, mean people.
2: Now, did you go to a, a Franciscan or a, Domin- a Dominican order school?
3: Franciscan, I think. Okay. Yeah, I think it was Franciscan order okay. of nuns. Okay, gotcha. Mm. All
2: right, I just wanted to make be clear. I Just wanted to, to follow up on a little bit of that yeah. with you.
3: Um and Yeah, like, I remember certain things, like, when we start talking about it, like, recently, uh, Alex and I went to a Catholic college nearby for a family thing, and, like, there's a deep part of my brain where every single statue of a saint, I knew all of them, and Alex was, uh, I don't, I'm gonna say impressed, but he was dumbfounded, because I don't remember a lot of things, but, like, these weren't even painted, they all looked exactly the same. Yeah, they were, they, it,
2: was, it was 12 <laughs> of the same guy. And you're like, no, this one is Giuseppe de Tours.
3: And he was beaten with a raccoon oh, uh, until he died. And that proved that the, 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 crucifixion yeah. the crucifixion was real. So I know all of the Pokemon that is the saints. I
2: need you guys to know that I was doing Italian hands yeah, the entire time the I was yelling time.
3: that. And uh, I know about the holidays on a basic level. But yeah, there's a lot I just like pushed down on the bottom of my okay. brain.
2: So um so what so here's I am gonna do a, a real brief overview of like kind of the ancient times, right? Okay. So you have three hundred some AD, mm-hmm. Catholicism, well, Christianity becomes kind of the the deal in the Roman Empire. Yeah. Because of the Constantine. Okay. He wins a war and he goes, ah, this Christianity stuff's pretty cool. Also, he does it with the same thing as Sol Invictus, so they both kind of take over the same kind of general idea. Eventually, Christianity becomes the only religion in the empire. Mm-hmm. There is a split over time as the empire falls apart. Okay. And there's a schism mm-hmm. that happens between the Eastern Orthodox Church that is in Byzantium, modern-day Istanbul, yep, and the papacy that's in Rome. Yeah. Because the, the pope is actually initially the, the bishop of Rome.
3: Yeah, and the Orthodox... They are they related to the Russian Orthodox Church now? Yes, because there is a portion of my family that was Russian Orthodox. Yes, we didn't I only went to that church a few times growing up, and it, I as a little kid hated it because it was so long. Yeah, it's super the long. Mass was so long. You were just like Ugh.
2: it it's super long, but because and it wasn't
3: in English, so that no, really no. just made it so much longer.
2: So because of that split, you end up with really that split between Eastern Europe and Western Europe. Mm-hmm. That's part of where we always kind of do those lines, yeah. of where things get drawn, okay? So in Western Europe, you have the growing of Catholicism mm-hmm. that starts spreading all over the place and along both the old Roman uh, parts, like not colonies, but the old Roman states and the, those areas. So Spain, Portugal, France, yeah, Northern Africa, all that different stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. So that spreads around. And, and and eventually Islam shows up. OK. And Islam spreads rapidly all the way across Northern Africa all right and goes even into the Iberian peninsula which is Spain Portugal all those different things so most of Spain is actually conquered I by really islam I thought
3: that Muslim, the islam was older than catholicism no no okay
2: catholicism is older than than islam oh all right so they you know so that the, all this stuff is kind of happening mm-hmm. so as all of this is happening at the same time the catholic monks and all these different people who are going out and spreading the word uh, they around, I want to say around like 1000 AD,
4: mm-hmm.
2: around right? There's still always going to be other people left who are pagans, right? Yeah. So you're looking, especially up in the North. Okay.
3: And li- our followers and listeners. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> the pagans. <we're> yeah. Here.
2: <laughs> well, I mean the, the old, old school pagans, right? Like we're talking about the Vikings and all that different stuff and like people in still it's also dealing with Russia. That, like
3: the pagans, like you, like the current. Pagans are very old school in what they do. But then like there's like this gray line when you get into the Viking culture that that can gray line into Nazi culture. Like some well, people that get super into Vikings, like they're like, Yeah, I, I really like paganism and they start there and then suddenly the line goes a little too far when they get into like vo- Viking ruins or is that what it called? Runes. Runes. And I'm like, uh oh, uh oh, nervous.
2: So that, that also happens with pagans in general too. Yeah. I mean it all kinda happens. I mean, but part of it is is because so much paganism is a blanket term. Yeah. For a lot of different folk religions and smaller religions that were crushed underneath the wave of Catholicism um, that came through yeah, you know, Northern Yeah, it's
3: like Europe. another ver- uh, version of any indigenous culture's religion. They would just call them pagans. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
2: So anyway, what you get, though, is around the 1100s. Okay. They've kind of reached that – they don't need the growth phase anymore. Okay. So I want you to think of Catholicism. I'm picturing
3: as McDonald's now. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs>
2: Picture it like a company, all right? Yeah. Catholicism, we're oh, like, we got franchises. Catholic. Where we got our franchises? We got a franchise in Ireland. We got a franchise in England. We got a franchise in France. We got mm-hmm. a franchise mm-hmm. in Spain. Yeah. We got a franchise in Portugal. We got a franchise in Germany. You we got...
3: can't overexpand. That's no, what you learn.
2: you can't. Lines always got to go up, right? Mm-hmm. And the thing is is they kind of hit market saturation. <laughs> so around this time, mm-hmm. you start to see the beginnings of um you start to see the beginnings of the inquisition start to build up. Right. Because what was happening was you got everyone to agree that they were Christian. Okay. And then you got a bunch of them to agree, yeah, we're Christians and we are Christians who follow the Bishop of Rome. Yeah. Now, I'm saying Bishop of Rome because the term bishop actually means overseer. All right. That's where the term comes from.
3: Mm-hmm. It's a
2: Greek term that actually means overseer and what that that person's supposed to do is as when you if you think of Christianity as an MLM, which you 100% should, yeah. The bishop is supposed to be the regional team lead.
3: Okay,
2: he goes through his downline and checks in on each of the stores, churches, yeah, and goes, okay, are they doing the sacrament right? Hey, you did wine before bread. We're doing bread before wine this week.
3: Mm. What
2: do you mean they're allowed to eat fish? No, that's all the fish topic- is on Fridays. Friday only, right? So he's going around, he's doing those different things, mm. and then sometimes he'd pop in, and he'd settle like minor disagreements, cut and a things baby like that. in half or
3: something. Yeah,
2: kind of, you know, general <laughs> stuff like that. So that was one of the big things with the bishops. So Western Europe is turning to the Pope, and then the Pope has his bishops under him Yeah, that he's then sending out and then dealing with all those different things. So a Pope gets elected, and he's looking around, and he's like, yeah, we have market saturation, but do we have control?
4: Mm-hmm.
2: And that's what he starts to look at, which is he's starting to look and say, hey, some of these people are saying they're Christian, but they're not following— They're not, they're not buying the whole program. Like they watch Mm. the, they watch the free intro.
3: It's like, okay. So the way I'm now that I we're describing it as an MLM. So there's this MLM called beach body. Okay. And I don't, I don't think you know what that is. I don't, but it's like, they're only doing the beach body workouts that are free on YouTube, but they're not buying the fitness shakes. 100%.
2: Mm -hmm. 100%. This is, uh, and this is, that's heresy.
3: (laughs) You got to buy the shakes. You
2: got to buy the shakes. (laughs) So, what happened was there was um, the Inquisition slowly starts, and, and one of the issues they run into is when there are heretics. Okay. The church is more or less just a bureaucracy. Right. right. And they are supposed to defer to local leaders, right?
3: You know what religions love?
2: Do they love deferring, deferring
3: to government? Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: and the whole thing is—is is that would happen? Is you know, do you have a guy in town go like, I don't know, man, what if Jesus had tits? And then <laughs> someone's like, heresy, right? Yeah, and then so then this guy would get taken, and he would be taken to local duke or whatever, right? Yeah, and then the duke would be like, I don't know, man, that sounds like heresy to me. Like, cut his head off. And the thing is, is the church actually got upset by this mm-hmm. because they're like, hey. You're ruining our numbers. If you keep killing people for saying the wrong thing, <laughs> our numbers are go down. And if line goes down, PP
3: gets sad. Okay. Yeah, always got to go up.
2: So they started to create a system of inquisition, which is a way to have these different bishops go to these different churches yeah. and these different zones and check in. So if they say, if there was a guy who was like, Hey, I think this dude might be a heretic," They'd be like, well, don't kill him until the bishop gets there.
3: Mm, and then the okay.
2: bishop would show up and be like, dude, he didn't, what, what, what do he ask? I don't
3: understand because, okay, the one, not one, but there's loophole in all of this. Yeah. Is that all you have to do is go to confession, apologize, say three Hail Marys and an Our Father, bing, bang, boom, you're forgiven.
2: Yeah, now. Oh. But also it's one of those things that where back in the day, some of, some of the times when you would call someone a heretic is they're just being fucking annoying.
3: Or the also the, why do we gotta go every Sunday? Well, that guy's a heretic. heretic. Chop his
2: fucking head off. <laughs> the,
3: also, the wasn't there a thing where you could just pay? I remember that the paying that thing? comes
2: later. Okay, yeah, it's indulgences. That's what it was. That comes later. You just pay. Yeah, save, but again, that's also, also for rich people. All right, we're not we're not talking about I'm not talking about top tier people here, right? So I'm not talking about the the kings, the lords. These type of these these type of level people. Yeah,
3: because if we're the talking punishment, about the assistant
2: manager, if level. the
3: punishment for the crime is a fine, yes, it's only a crime for the poor. A hundred percent. Okay, great. <laughs> so.
2: Basically, they start to set up this baseline like some baseline rules of we're going to do these type of things when we're All dealing right. with heretics, they're right? They're
3: planning. They're having a meeting. They're planning how to do the Inquisitions. Yes. Okay. They're, they're
2: starting to set this up. It's real loosey-goosey, though. Are they
3: doing it on a cruise ship? No. That's what the MLMs do.
2: Yeah, it, it's not on a cruise ship, but there are boats.
3: Oh. Uh-oh.
2: There are boats. That
3: feels ominous.
2: So, what do you know about the Crusades?
3: Okay, what do I know about the Crusades? I know that there were knights yep and I know that they rode into I believe Muslim countries yep to take back uh, Jerusalem yep. for the Catholics. yep. and I think that the only reason I know that bit of information is from uh, Mel Brooks Robin Hood Mennonites. yeah, that's, that's yeah
2: it. he's gonna come up again.
3: <gasps> Mel Brooks yes okay, great.
2: um so. <laughs> So yes, so th- a bunch of the first crusades mm-hmm. were originally to go retake the Holy Land. Yeah. And they're like we're going to free the Holy Land, do all this other stuff. Now when they got there, did they do the first holocaust? Yes. Oh. That was like literally the term holocaust comes from them butchering when they finally when when the Christian uh knights finally got into the the uh, my headphones just did a thing. Oh. When the the knights finally got into Jerusalem, they just butchered everyone they could see to the point where they said the streets were actually like like rivers of blood.
3: And that's what Jesus would have wanted? Yeah, sure. Okay.
2: So, the thing is, though, is that wasn't the only way they did crusades back then, because right. eventually the Pope realized that Hey, I can just say stuff is a crusade, mm-hmm. and that's also immediately becomes a get-out-of-hell-free card.
3: God, there's so many get-out-of-hell-free cards.
2: There's so many.
3: Wait, a crusade is kind of like um, when you make the people in your downline start text messaging everybody on Facebook.
2: Kind of. No, a crusade is more like, hey, um, if you want to reach the next level— mm-hmm. That you have to go on one of our destination tours where you could oh be you got to go on
3: the beachbody cruise ship yes got it which uh-huh. costs like a bunch of money yep
2: and you have okay. to do and you have to do the three mile hike that's actually seven we're not going to oh. give you enough food not going <laughs> to give you enough water one. you saw that you one, showed huh? it to me <laughs> I know so anyway um so that was one of the deals which is like hey maybe you've done some sins right
3: yeah big in got I'm some, big in the sins yeah
2: maybe you've done some stuff that you haven't been able to <laughs> forgive yourself for
3: I love it. Loves a nap.
2: So go on this crusade. Anyone who takes up the cross and goes on this crusade, they're clear by the Pope, and they're definitely going to get into heaven. Okay, cool. So they did that for a few different places, but then they started to stop making it about the Holy Land. All right. And they started to spread into other areas of Europe where they're like, let's go on a crusade here. So you have them going to areas in Germany. Because they, you know, fighting uh, against with the Teutonic Knights and all this different stuff, trying to spread into Russia, you see them going on these different areas where they're doing mass conversions in these things. So
3: that's just colonization.
2: It's one hundred percent just colonization. Okay, all right, and genocide. Oh, okay, all right. But
3: how are they going to convert people and get more Catholics if they keep killing people?
2: Because whoever's left, you go now. What do you want to do? And they're going to get some Catholic. Okay. You know, well, listen, if you got 500 people over here, right, and mm-hmm. none of them are Catholic,
3: yeah, and you kill 498, okay, now we got two people that are terrified,
2: they're Catholic, we're <laughs> plus two Catholics, and then
3: hear me I out. feel like they're not going to be good Catholics. Hear me out, yeah,
2: hear me out, they're Catholics, so they're going to have a lot of kids,
3: okay, um, wow, all yeah, right. wow, okay,
2: Catholics be fucking, <sighs> all right, when it comes to religions that be fucking. <laughs> All right, number one, Mormons. They pump them out.
3: Yeah, I mean. Number I think two, num- Catholics. Their stats are higher than Catholics right now. Oh, they're much higher than Catholics yeah, right now. Yeah, for sure.
2: All right. So, which brings me to the Albigensian Crusade. Sure. Now, this one isn't one of the numbered crusade guys. Yep. All the other ones usually numbered. Like, the first crusade. Oh, we took Jerusalem. The second crusade. Oh, we fucked up over here and lost a town. Oh, the third crusade. Richard the Lionheart's here and he's gay. Like, you know, all that stuff happened. What the hell? Yeah, Richard the Lionheart was gay. Anyway. I mean, oh, okay. Yeah. You didn't know?
3: I didn't. I don't know who Richard Lionheart is.
2: Richard the First? N- Robin Hood, Man in Tights?
3: Oh, the Mole? The
2: no. M- no? That's. T- that that's was the kick-
3: sheriff of Nottingham. Okay. he's It's um, Jean-Luc Pat- Picard. Yeah, Patrick Stewart. Patrick Stewart. Yeah, no. that's. Oh, wait. The- I'm sorry. Sir Patrick Stewart.
2: Yeah. That's Richard Lionheart. Okay. He went to Jerusalem.
3: Oh, I see now. That yeah, yeah. He
2: fought against Saladin. And the whole thing. Okay. He kept trying to do stuff over there, mm-hmm. and then he left, and then he got. Uh, he kept getting captured, mm-hmm. random towns he crossed into. Okay. Then you know, bad king. He was as a king, he was terrible. Anyway. All right. Okay. Doesn't matter. Okay. Because the Albigensian Crusade, yeah, was declared by the Pope, and it ran for twenty years. All right. From twelve oh nine to twelve twenty nine A. D. All right. And it took place in southern France. mm Hmm. Now, this is an area of France that's kind of in the Mediterranean. It's near the French-Spanish border, Mm -hmm, near mm -hmm. the Pyrenees Mountains. Yep, yep. And um, basically, there was a group of people that we now call the Cathars. All right. The reason we now call them the Cathars is because we don't actually know what they were called, Mm -hmm. because they were wiped off the face of the earth. Oh. So what we can understand from what we've read about them is that the the little bit of information that we have (laughs) is basically— as the church was solidifying and coming together, they were like, no, it needs more hierarchy to it, right? All right. That's, uh, yeah, listen, every every church is like a pyramid. At the top mm. is the Pope, and then you got the Cardinals, and you got mm-hmm, the,
3: mm-hmm. And,
2: you know, and, and, and of course the people at the top deserve gold. They're closer to God.
3: Yep, yep, yep. Well, yep. the
2: Cathars, these people, they were just living in Southern France, were just like, ah, I feel like God doesn't like care about like now stuff. Yeah. Like material possessions.
3: Also, like the area, the region you're describing, like Spain, France, the southern. Come on. That had to be gorgeous. Oh, yeah. No, it's a a literal
2: paradise. Paradise.
3: And you're like, meh, 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 meh. And you're like, shut up. Go away. We're busy enjoying life.
2: No, and that's exactly what happened, which is the the Catholic Church sent preachers. They sent monks. They sent people to this area. And then they would show up and be like, this is the true way. And they're all like, no, no, listen, man, we're, we're Christians, but, like, your shit sucks.
3: Yeah, chill out, dude. We're
2: kind of chill. Um, also, like, they would have, you know, but, like, women and men uh, were both kind of allowed to be reached this level of purity that they had in their, their head. Okay, I say purity is, in they thought they, they were pure before God. Okay. Um, but there was also, like, there's still a lot of, like, mis- misogynistic shit mixed in there. So I don't want to make it sound too great. A shock. So, like if you were if you were like a girl like before your period and then you're a woman post menopausal, then yeah, you could be part of you know the church and be like Uh, a big member. But if you were
3: fertile. If you were fertile, sinner squirt them out. Oh
2: that was your job. Anyway, so that's who the Cathars were. So they're there. The Pope gets super pissed off about this. Because he's looking down there and he's like, listen, on paper, this region is ours. But I don't got good numbers coming out of here. Mm-hmm. Where's the money, Lebowski? So he calls the Albigensian Crusade, and so what he does is he gets all these knights together, mm-hmm. and they go down there and they just start wrecking shit for twenty years. They would come through, they'd butcher people, they'd massacre them. They would hold uh, inquisitions the way they would name people as heretics. Yeah, and they would, you know, do trial by fire, all this different type of crazy stuff that's happening, but it goes so overboard for so long that there then has to be some, a little bit of reformation that comes out of that.
3: This, but again, just such a bad sales sales technique. It's really hard to sell me on this religion if you just keep showing up and ruining stuff.
2: But see, here's the thing: you're assuming that people elsewhere would know. So, like, if you're in the north of France, you might only know because, like, one guy walks Mm. from south of France to Luz, where this is taking place. The Lumduck, or whatever it's called. Walks from there to Paris. Mm -hmm. And he shows up, and he's just some guy in rags. Yeah. You can't read. You've you've never been further than 20 miles from your house on foot. Yep. You're poor. You don't have a horse. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You got, like three kids sure one of which is alive okay you know I mean just yeah. start you got to start putting yourself in these things like every day is just about staying alive and so when that happens you don't really care about what else is happening outside of the the region this is also used to like really bring down certain levels of the the lower nobility in the area but some crazy things happen during this so one thing is um there is a term that you may have heard of mm-hmm uh, from like action movies, like whenever there's like a really bad guy, right? All right. And they're like going into an area, and you'll hear a guy be like, kill them all and let God and sort them out. All right. That's from this crusade. That phrase did not exist until this crusade.
3: Shut up.
2: So there was a. The
3: only slogan I like from action movies is when he's like, I'm too old for this shit.
2: Well, yeah. Well, you can relate. <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah, that's the reason why.
2: Shit. Well, see, there was a town called Beziers. Okay. And um, there was the the crusade at that point was being led by a papal legate.
3: What it, the hell is a papal legate?
2: It's based on like Roman bullshit. All right. But he's just like a guy who's the Pope's like he's like a representative of the Pope.
3: Oh. All right. Okay.
2: And he's an abbot named Arnaud Almeric. And this was written about him Ooh, Okay. a few years later. Quote, when they discovered from the admissions of some of them, um, well, let me clear this up. Basically, they have a siege of this town. The town falls. Mm-hmm. They are beginning to enter into the town. Okay. And some people are escaping the town. Yeah. And they're running up to the knights, and they're running up to the priests, and some of them begin to say this. Quote, when they discovered from the admissions of some of them that there were Catholics mingled with the heretics... They said to the abbot, Sir, what shall we do? For we cannot distinguish between the faithful and the heretics. The abbot, like the others, was afraid that many, in fear of death, would pretend to be Catholic, and after their departure, would return to their heresy, and is said to have replied, Kill them all, for the Lord knoweth them that are his. And so, countless number in that town were slain.
3: Great. Okay.
2: So he's actually quoting the Bible there. Oh, no. Uh, It actually comes from 2 Timothy 2.19. Uh, Quote, nevertheless, God's solid foundation stands firm, sealed with this inscription, the Lord knows those who are his, Mm. and everyone who confesses the name of the Lord must turn away from wickedness. So, yeah, it's just some, like, big old horseshit.
3: You know what's weird? Yeah. In the Bible, right? Mm -hmm. There's, like, Timothy and Paul and Mark— Yep. And those aren't Jewish names. And no one's ever been able to explain to me how you know, they we're talking about Israeli Jews and Middle Eastern people and then they're like Timothy.
2: Well, some of those actually <laughs> some of those actually were. They were? Yeah. Shut up. Yeah. But then they change over time and then as it spreads out, you know, they get more generic. Yeah, John was a John was a Jewish name. Really? Yeah.
3: Maybe it's just because everybody named John just isn't Jewish.
2: That's yeah. You don't really see too many of those. You don't see
3: Jewish John.
2: So, um, it is later said, uh, that, um, the, uh, the, this guy Almerich himself actually wrote to the Pope quote, our men spared no one, irrespective of rank, sex or age and put to the sword, almost 20,000 people. After this great slaughter, the whole city was despoiled and burnt. So they killed 20,000 in just this one town. Okay. So again, now it's getting out of control. Yeah, and this is where Saint Dominic of Guzman comes in.
3: Oh, Guzman. all right. That's why I asked if you
2: were Dominican or not. So Saint Dominic was kind of, was oh be-
3: my Dominican like I like a big lunch. No, not give <laughs> you like a big lunch,
2: but like Dominican friars versus yeah. Franciscan friars because him and Francis of Assisi were at the same time. Yeah, so like everybody knows Francis of Assisi. Oh, look, he loves the he loves the the animals. The, the animals. Yeah, uh, Dominic's whole thing was walking around and talking to people. Yeah, he was like, hey. We we gotta we could just walk around now. We don't have to worry about Vikings just fucking killing us. Because yeah. before, you could walk to the wrong town and they would go, we're all Vikings here, going to hit you in the back with an axe, rip your lungs out from the back end, and watch you run away. So I'm
3: sorry, what did you yeah. describe to me right now?
2: That is called a bloody eagle.
3: Is that real? Uh, allegedly. Oh, my God, babe. Yeah. Okay, that's super gross. Yeah. Also, um, Dominic Guzman. Do you think he was related to Louis Guzman?
2: I would be really cool if he was. Yeah, really. Be really cool. Would be really cool. <laughs> um, so anyway, what Saint Dom did is he formed a new order in the Catholic Church. Yeah. Because part of what happened was Dominic was walking around. Yeah. And he met some monks, and all the monks at this point in time were kind of stuffy. Yeah. They mostly stayed in their monasteries. Mm-hmm. They wrote their books. They ate bread. They didn't jerk off. And they just stayed in their fucking... And every now and then they'd leave. You know what I mean? Like, they'd yep. walk... Oh, God, I gotta go a town over to another gotta monastery. Gotta go chant. I gotta go yeah, chant stuff. I'll go chant over some other place, whack myself in the head with a board.
3: You know, as one does.
2: And so Dominic's walking back because he was doing some Catholic stuff in one place. <laughs> just
3: out here. He, he was just doing, doing Catholic some
2: Catholic. Stuff. It was some political stuff. Yeah, and he sure. was walking back and he came through the region where the, the crusade had been happening. Yeah. And he met some other monks. And the other monks were sent by the Pope to preach and to turn people Mm -hmm. from being a Cathar into being good Catholics. Okay. And the thing is, is Dominic immediately like looked at him. He goes, dude, the reason you guys suck is because you're not meeting these people like halfway. You guys are showing up in gold. You got, you got manicures, you got good hair. He's like, these people are wearing like, you know, sackcloth. They got straw in their hair. Like they don't care about any of this stuff. Yeah. Like you got to live a simple life you got to show that you're like one of them. Yeah. You know, fake it. Like, yeah. basically, he's like, you got to fake that you're yeah. like them. And then they'll listen to you. But you show up. And you're like, y'all don't know shit. Y'all don't know shit. And it's like, of course, they're not listening to nobody you. Nobody
3: likes that guy.
2: Yeah, nobody likes it. And so that's what uh, St. Dominic started to do, which is he started to come among the, the Cathars and trying to convert people. Okay. And they, that's what he was trying. And he tried to do it a little bit nicer. Not 100%. Never 100%. Never 100%. But a little bit better than the other guys were doing because he's starting to try to show. Basically, he's doing early door to door salesman techniques.
3: Uh oh. All so right. So he's
2: starting to figure out hey, you know, how do I relate to these people? How do I get into it, you know?
3: See, and I was thinking in my mind, it was kind of like, um, you know, right now in fashion, there is a huge push of this like poverty aesthetic. In which rich people are buying clothing that looks dirty and ragged and old. And like, it's almost so that they can hide in plain sight. It's like you're very wealthy, but you're buying all these very expensive clothes to look poor. Yeah. And then like, they like live in apartments with roommates and like eat ramen. And it's like a whole like perceived shtick where they're like trying to pretend to be this thing to assimilate into this poverty culture because they see it as like this interesting thing to look at from the inside and outside. But also I think it's a safety thing because like, you know, the the real wealthy people don't go around being ostentatious because they know about the guillotines. Yeah. But I also think it kind of is like when you see on the other side, this is the other opinion that popped in my head is kind of like when you see internet influencers that try really hard to be authentic. Yes. And they they try to present this like I'm just like you. Like look at me, I have just like the same like life as you. I'm just having the same struggles as you. But then if you ever zoom out the camera past the room you're in, they're in like a mansion and they're driving three cars and like but they're only showing you this like in air quotes, authentic version that's really likable and just like you to get engagement with you.
2: Yeah, and slowly you realize they've been filming inside their walk-in closet.
3: Yeah, like, <laughs> they have a six-bedroom mansion but they just use one room. Yeah. Or actually, I saw there was this one influencer chick who, like, was, you know, her whole brand was how authentic she was. She just rented out a separate apartment and then would drive to an apartment. So, like, there was a kitchen, like, so she could film in every room and make it look like that was her life mm. but then drive to her fucking mansion in the hills.
2: Gotcha. Well that's kind of similar actually. Yeah,
3: that's what that's the way I was thinking of. No,
2: it. it is it is kind of similar because the Dominicans and the Franciscans, they both would take, you know, a vow of poverty, but a lot of times with some of these guys, they would come from wealth. Their family, these are usually the third sons.
3: Yeah, it's always the third son.
2: Yeah, the third son would usually go to the church. And so these guys would be out there and so they were are you know, if they got in trouble, they could always turn back to their rich family. Yeah. Their rich and powerful families. They could always—they weren't—they were never going to go truly hungry. I mean, you would still end up in some situations where you could. Obviously, you get far enough from a trail mm-hmm. type of deal. But in reality, you know, that was the whole thing, which is you have to look like these people. You have to—they're they're aesthetic. These people have a very simplified way of looking at the world, the Cathars, according to the Catholics. And so they had this whole this whole belief, and that was one of the things St. Dominic really pushed. Yeah. And uh, it didn't really work.
3: Well, you said the Cathars don't exist anymore, so I feel like something went wrong.
2: No, no, exactly. You're you're right, but it didn't. But here's the thing: is like Saint Dom's preaching to the Cathars. Yeah, he didn't convert that many. He did convert more than the than murder the, than the old guys did. Yeah, than the other monks. Okay, but it wasn't like gangbusters. However, when he went back to Rome, all right, he was able to pretty quickly spin that. Hey, this is working pretty well. Yeah. And, oh, my God, in this such a better system? He came in and was just like, oh, yeah. Well, you know, the the Dominican order, like, that's like mm, – I don't want to say we're, like, disruptive, but that's kind of oh, like the no, way – no, not
3: disruptive marketing. Yeah,
2: that's kind of the way it was sold. So he was allowed to create the Dominican order, mm-hmm. uh, which is an order of pre- uh, preachers okay. whose whole deal was to go around and preach the word of the Catholic Church, not just of God, not just of the Bible, not of the gospel – but of the Catholic church in particular. And so he went and he founded a bunch of different Dominican monasteries where people could go and learn about this stuff. Mm-hmm. But then he also pushed that for more education. Yeah. So that's why you end up seeing them always up ne- next to major areas that have a lot of universities. Okay. Does that makes sense. Yeah. All right. So then he dies. Okay. Bye. All right. So he's gone. And Wait, uh, did
3: he die in some Epic way? No, no, that's he was going to be on his like, no, no he was just like card s- card.
2: No, he was just like s- getting older um Boom. like 51 i think
3: yeah cuz they're not trading cards but like there's like cards that you get sometimes usually at a funeral yeah and it has like it's, the, yeah, the, it's the got, stain on it it's got the stain on the, the front stain, and it's always like it's always like them and the way they died it's like some guy with like 50 arrows in them yeah. or what's his name hung upside down
2: yeah yeah, yeah and yeah. i'm like
3: these trading cards are the worst yeah
2: and then you're like oh, it's a rookie <laughs> 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 this guy's not going to do nothing <laughs> um he he was canonized as a saint he was not martyred like most saints yeah but they said he was martyred due to his work because he worked so hard that according to the people that that loved him mm-hmm. um yeah he worked so hard that he just died he was just like doing so many things, and what, he was under so much what stress.
3: Fucking boomer energy! Is he that? hit. He was like, "I'm gonna work so hard, I stress myself to death." He did. Boomer.
2: And then, like his last words were like, "Stay poor," and he just died. Like <laughs> Pull that was.
3: Yourself up by your bootstraps. Yep.
2: So one of the things uh, that pretty quickly happens is um, this whole time, as as all this stuff is happening. The idea of the Inquisition is is getting bigger and bigger. Oh really yeah. so as all of this other stuff is happening and and the group that actually ends up kind of taking that over and the reason why I brought him up mm. is the Dominican Order. okay most of the inquisitors the, the start chill to come guys that.
3: that wanted to just talk to people, hey, I'm just wanting to talk to you. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Hey, what are you doing over there? What, Yo, what's that book you got? Fucking
3: cop. This is how cops talk to people on the yeah. street. Yeah, hey, it's hundred percent how cops talk uh, to people. I don't like where this is going.
2: Because here is the thing: cops actually learned from the Inquisition.
3: No. Yep.
2: One hundred percent. Okay. The police learned from the Inquisition, and how they learned was because the, you might hear in the term "Inquisition" just means questioning. Yeah. So these inquisitors were just questioners. They'd walk around. They'd ask questions. So. Cause here's going back to the issue they had before with the locals, right? Yeah. You'd have a local duke or lord, whatever. They're out there, some some herit somebody says somebody's a heretic. Cause that's how it had to work.
3: Yeah, you had to say somebody was a heretic.
2: Yeah, you under Germanic law, you have to be accused.
3: Mm-hmm. So
2: somebody has to accuse somebody of a crime. Yeah. So I'd walk up and go, you see Mrs. Pearlmania over Yo, there? Yeah, she's
3: talking back.
2: She's a fucking heretic. That, and then you'd have to have X number of witnesses.
3: Everybody would be like, yeah, that's and true. Then,
2: and then the the Lord, <laughs> or however their local <laughs> so jury system reasons. works, would then have to sit there and go, okay, well, the guy who accused Mrs. Pearlmania, mm-hmm. he's a bigger dick than her, so I'm not going to listen. Wow. Or, right. well. or be like, you know, Mrs. Pearlmania? She always talks through his name's was Dusk's intro music. So oh, that's a heresy. Wow. Wow. That's a heresy right there. Wow. So then you would have either a trial by combat or a trial of ordeal. Okay. To prove. Or the Lord would just be like, I'm just fucking executing Wait. you.
3: Trial by combat where you fight with like a knight like in the movies? Yeah. Okay.
2: So they would have those, and who if if you won or if your champion, all won, right. Now I'm
3: thinking of Game of Thrones. But yeah, what's yeah. His name does that. Yeah, yeah, hundred
2: percent. Mm. So if you won or your champion won, then yeah, God chose you. Uh, uh, but if you lost or your champion lost, then you're oh, you, then you, obviously God's not in your favor. Yeah. Then there's also trial of ordeal. Do you know what that is? No. Okay, so that is where like um they would make you do something like really fucked up. All right and if, a whole
3: ordeal if you will
2: yeah and so like if you got like real bad hurt
3: <laughs> you have to go to aldi at uh, monday at 5 p.m <laughs> it's a whole ordeal Yeah,
2: and just to get a single avocado <laughs>
3: oh fuck
2: off um but no but that would be more something like hey uh we're gonna put this like rod in a fire until it gets red hot you gotta hold it for i don't know like 10 minutes if you can't hold it for 10 minutes then you're guilty and then you're a witch yeah kind of um so yeah, that was kind of like what that difference was. So again, now that these Dominican monks are getting more intelligent and learning from all the education they're getting, they're starting to read about ancient Roman law codes. Okay. And they started to go like, hey man, this system we're having is actually, this kind of sucks.
3: Yeah. This is
2: like, this is like a shitty system. Mm-hmm. What if,
3: all right. hear me out. Uh-oh.
2: We actually trying to find out what the fuck's going on before we just start stabbing dudes.
3: Wait a minute. I don't know about that. Yep. Okay.
2: So what they do is they set up the Inquisition. And it, the Inquisition is not so much a single organization, but it's a set of rules
3: mm-hmm. that
2: you have to follow while doing inquiries into heresy. Okay. So what that means is you show up, you ask questions. Yep. Um, you can interrogate people through the questioning system. Mm-hmm. They originally were not supposed to torture Originally, the church was very against torture. Yeah, because they're like, "Look, the book says don't torture people."
3: And uh, then, what loophole did they make up?
2: Well, eventually, they figured out that the book says not to draw blood or oh, spill blood. Oh,
3: smart, smart, smart. So, smart, if you smart.
2: got a bag of oranges, you can just beat the shit there out of this it is. guy. Now, there unfortunately, it is. oranges didn't exist yet. So, how the
3: fuck? Wait, what?
2: So, instead, what you would do?
3: There weren't oranges in Italy. I think eventually bergamots?
2: Well, I think I think they had like li- limon and those type of yeah. things. Like those came like later. Like oranges are a hybrid.
3: Oh, okay. Yeah.
2: So there's like other stuff that like eventually Shit that's shows up. Go
3: extinct in Florida. Get a yeah. bag of fruit. Beat this
2: heretic. All right. That's what I'm trying to say. All right. Yeah. All right. Get a bag of fruit. and Beat the heretic. All right. Or or tie them to something for a while.
3: Yeah.
2: And then and then then you pull on the ropes and
3: stretch them. Okay.
2: All right. So like the thumb screws, the Iron Maiden never existed. That's the giant crypt. Yeah. Like the metal coffin that has the spikes. That was a lot of the really fucked up shit that we think of for torture devices mm-hmm. that come from the medieval age Yeah, were invented later by people in the Victorian era who wanted their books to seem spicier.
3: That, that so, checks. That so checks. they would
2: create shit.
3: Victorian people who are fucking hopped up on uh, bread that's filled with white powder lead. Yeah. Just like imagining shit. Yeah, the people who deep took-
2: Deep on heroin. The people who took laudanum for everything <laughs> were like, what if they had a box Yo, with listen spikes? Listen to me,
3: we're just going to put a mask on your face, but it'll keep your mouth open, your tongue sticks out, and there's pokers in your eyes.
2: Yeah. So they didn't actually- and Now, they still did fucked up shit. Yeah. But a lot of the really crazy ramp up stuff, yeah, which is something that's actually kind of annoying. So
3: those ramp up things were the fanfics written by Victorians. Yes. Okay.
2: Yeah, those they came later. Yeah. So in the 17 and 1800s, mm-hmm. people were like, "Yo, but what if?" Let me tell you.
3: Let me rewrite this love story for you. <laughs> what if?
2: What if we? Call, what if we made an anal blossom? <laughs> Wait,
3: what the fuck is it's that? It's like a,
2: listen, it's like an egg, right? All right. With a flared bottom. Okay. You put it up their ass. All right. And then you twist the flared bottom.
3: Oh, So it opens
2: up like a blossom.
3: Oh, no. And
2: then you rip it.
3: Whoa, whoa. Are we going to put a warning on this episode? Probably. Shit.
2: Probably should have. Damn. Anyway. That didn't exist. But somebody later was like, what if it did? And they're like, then it did. So like, there's all these crazy torture devices. And now they still had stuff like the rack. They still had the wheel. Mm-hmm. They still had breaking somebody on the wheel. They still had drawing and quartering. They still had all these horrific ways they but could you torture said people. But that they
3: didn't spill blood, and drawing and quartering would definitely spill blood. Yeah,
2: no, but you could still, these are still options later oh, okay. down, like once somebody's found guilty. Okay. But again, most of it, one of the big things was, when you tortured people, you were not allowed to, um, draw blood. Yep. and you were not allowed to cause permanent injury,
3: but that's that, not mental injury. That n- doesn't count. Mental
2: injury doesn't exist. Obviously, this is the t- 1300s. Yeah. Okay. We, yeah. Does not exist.
3: Trauma. Who? Trauma. <laughs> no. Anyway. Religious trauma. I yeah. don't think so.
2: So the the series of things keep happening, and so it keeps spreading. And and one of the things actually was that the local inquisitors did not want to hand these people over to the local authorities. Okay. Because typically the local authorities' first reaction would be like, well, let's beat the shit out of this guy until he gives us a confession. Because local law was like just beat the shit out of him until he confesses and then we'll kill him. And this
3: is the FBI arguing with local precinct cops. This is
2: basically, yeah. Because and and yeah, honestly, a hundred percent. Because they'd come in and the Inquisitors were like, no, we have a scientific system. All right. You beat the shit out of him a little bit.
3: Just a little bit.
2: When he confesses, we know that doesn't count.
3: No, different.
2: No, no, no. They actually knew that torture gave false confessions. Yeah. They knew that if someone's put underneath enough stressful conditions, they'll admit to anything. Yeah. Which is why they were like, listen, once he confesses, we stop torturing. Him. And then we say, hey, did you mean that shit you said? And if he says yes, that's a real confession. Oh, all right. The other thing they had is they actually had prescribed times for how long they were allowed to torture people. So once a torture uh, started and then stopped, Mm -hmm. they weren't allowed to restart the torture for like X amount of days. Hmm. Loophole, though. Uh Uh-oh. Never stop the torture. Just pause it. Okay. They just called it a pause. (laughs) They were like, no. No, we never signed you out of the torture there, bud.
3: Oh, my God. This is How Guantanamo of them.
2: Very, very Ron DeSantis. <laughs> so the so th- this type of stuff kept building. So what yeah. end, ends up happening is that the Inquisition. And we'll take a break here in just a second. With the Inquisition, you end up actually in an order of operations. Yeah. So the order of operations it becomes the first thing that happens is everyone in town. Mm-hmm is informed the inquisition is coming. All right. So that clip of That's not it. <laughs> that that button of you know, no one expects the Spanish inquisition? Yeah. is a total lie. Everyone not only expected the inquisition but was waiting for them.
3: They were given notice. They
2: were given so much heads up.
3: 30 days. Hey everybody. <laughs>
2: Not only is the Inquisition's coming, but there's going to be a lot of stuff that's going to go down. And during this is considered a grace period. And mm-hmm. what they told everybody is, listen, if you need to get penitent, if you need to confess your shit, do it now.
3: Wait, I thought. OK, so like theoretically, we're going to this town because there's one heretic. And so all of this is for one heretic. But no, everybody's got to get their shit together. No, no.
2: You're going to this town to find out how many heretics there are. So you, you don't go there just because there's one.
3: Okay, so wait, are, this is all happening from Rome, I'm assuming. So like, do they have like the Charlie Day map, and they're like, we need to go here, here, and here to no. see if there's any heretics? How no. do they decide?
2: This is how they decide. Basically, you have you have the guys in Rome. Yeah, they're just kind of writing the rules.
3: Yeah, they're,
2: they're over here. They're very. They're the
3: corporate guys. They yeah, don't they're corporate. Rome is corporate. They don't, know what's, corporate, down, they don't right? know what's going on with the customers face to face. Yeah.
2: And so then what they have is you then have the different franchises in the different areas, all right? Yeah. And again, not full nation states, because you got to remember during this time, like, France wasn't really France. Spain was half Muslim, and it was also Castile and Aragon. Like, those are different—their countries don't even exist anymore. So you have all these different guys, and so what they would do is you have this top-down MLM-style system that as you go down down the tree— Different people just start making judgment calls. Yeah, and if somebody fucks up big enough, it'll go back all the way up to the top, and yeah. they'll have to go back to corporate Somebody's and explain to corporate. Somebody's
3: going to write corporate. an angry Yelp review.
2: Exactly. So okay. that's that's kind of how this breakdown. So
3: everybody goes. gets notice that the inquisitions. Everybody on the in
2: way. the town, inquisition's on the way. Yeah, and then the inquiries would start. Yeah, and those were held in secret.
3: Great. So you, secrecy is really important. Yep. Um, when you want uh democratic. Um, conversations to be had.
2: Yeah, no, this is during feudalism, so there's oh. like no democrat. Honestly, democracy—little heresy, right there.
3: <laughs> Who See? you been talking
2: to? Um, who's your um, Bernie Sanders? Who's your friends? I got this guy. Yes, it's Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders. Where does he live at? Uh, New York. Oh yeah. No, I lied. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's from Vermont is where you're looking for. I
3: didn't. Who told you that? I didn't tell you that. No, oh,
2: no, no. We heard it from your friends.
3: I don't have any friends. What are you talking about? Oh, you don't have any
2: friends? No. Then who are all of these people behind this curtain you can't see? (gasps) Anyway.
3: How RuPaul's Drag Race of you. I know.
2: Uh, But it was kind of like that, which is the big thing they were trying to do is, number one, is they're trying to out heretics. But number two, they're also trying to build on their networks. Yeah. So they're trying to figure out, which is very much like when you go fast forward to the 1950s. Okay. It's very similar to how they were in America. They were trying Mm, to root out communists. It's that same idea. So you would have witnesses that you wouldn't know. You would be accused of something. You wouldn't quite know what you're being accused of. Okay. So how could you defend yourself? Yeah. There's witnesses against you. You don't know who they are. You don't know what they've said. Hmm. So a lot of times people would give up neighbors or say other random people. And you don't have a lawyer. You don't have a lawyer. You don't have a
3: right to a lawyer.
2: The Inquisitor is both your prosecutor and your judge.
3: Love that. What a great system.
2: Yep. And so this would begin this entire thing— which would lead us to um, the auto de fe.
3: I don't know what that is. Well. Hey, talk about it. What do you say? I just got back from
2: the auto de fe. Auto de fe. What's an auto de fe? It's what you ought not to do, but you
4: do
3: anyway. Skip scat, and voodoo,
2: I I love Mel Brooks I think that's a good place For us to take a little break Hold on I'm
3: going to put my Crocs In sport mode Yeah (laughs) To get prepared for this Alright so we're going to Take a little (laughs)
2: break right here And when we come back I'm going to explain to you The auto de Fe Alright I'm going to explain to you The Spanish Inquisition Okay And I'm going to explain to you uh, While being one of the good ones Doesn't save you
3: Oh Oh wow
2: So the reason why I wanted to talk about the auto de fe Mm -hmm. is actually because I was reading an article about Tucker Carlson. Oh, no. No, no, no. It's a good one. You said
3: no Nazi when you hit the button. Oh, that's
2: true. I fucked up. (laughs) No, but in the article, (laughs) they mentioned that Fox is going to make Tucker go through a modern auto de fe. Oh. Which I was you, like... Is that
3: just an exit interview?
2: No, no, no. It, uh, because they have this file about Tucker. Oh. So if he attacks Fox News, mm-hmm. Fox News can attack Tucker back.
3: Yeah, okay. By
2: showing his sins to the world. Yeah. And so I was like, Audit Fey, why does that sound familiar? It was one of those ones I'm like, I don't have a context clue for. It. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I copied and pasted it. Yeah. And then pulled up and I was like, oh, this is from this Inquisition. And then I remembered... Fucking Mel Brooks in <laughs> History of the World Part 1. Yep. And in that, which is that clip I paid for you before the break, which is him as Torquemada, the leader of the Spanish Inquisition. Yeah. And i going, hey, Torquemada, what do you say? I just got back from the auto de fe. The auto de fe? What's the auto de fe? And then he doesn't actually say what it is. <laughs> but as a kid, I would see this. I'm like, oh, auto de fe. Like, I thought it was a thing. Like, I, it is. Yeah. But I didn't know. Like, there was a thing. There was something context I was missing. Yeah. But it was, a, it was an interesting sound sounding word. Yeah. So an auto de fe is Latin. It means uh, act of faith. Okay. So this is the moment in when the Inquisition would come to town. Oh, okay. Where this is actually where you convert the most people. All right. And it's not the people you're about to murder.
3: All right.
2: It's the rest of town. Okay. So what you do, right? We went through the steps already Mm -hmm. where I told you, you get the person. Yep. You get someone who's accused. Yeah. You get the witnesses. You do the trial, all those different things. You find judgment. Now, if you're the person who has been accused, you don't know what's going on. No. And you won't know until the auto-defe. Oh, okay. So you've been found guilty, not guilty, whatever. Your judgment, whatever they're going to do to you has been decided But you don't get to know until the auto de fe. And what that is, is it's an all day event. It starts before dawn Mm -hmm. and they have like ritual mass early in the day. The entire town is there. I
3: was about to say, this sounds like an event.
2: It's, it is an event. Because this is what they had before television. You have to have these big cultural things in a town for everyone to come together. Yeah. It is also showing the power and the opulence of the church. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so they would build stands, yep. giant risers for people. And you can go online and you can see some images, and they are not graphic of auto deface, of more or less just how it's set up. Mm-hmm. And you realize, you're like, oh, okay, instead of having like a high school football team once, twice a year, you had an auto defect. Got it. And what it ends up being is this giant, giant uh, vigil. So they have an all-night vigil. Mm-hmm. And that's usually held kind of in the center of town, like near the plaza. And then they have, like, big prayers. There's a mass. Um, and that all ends at daybreak. All right.
3: And, and then, then the party-
2: everybody gets breakfast. Oh, okay. Everybody gets to have a big breakfast. You're going to break the fast. Yep. And that's when you begin the ceremony of public penitence.
3: Oh, right. That sounds like a bummer.
2: Yep. So what they do first is now they have all the prisoners proceed in. Okay. So they're all brought in, and they're all wearing a thing called a San Benito. So that is a insane prisoner's costume. Okay. So today, you know, somebody's going to jail. They're in, like, the white stri- white and black stripes. They're an or orange. they're in the orange.
3: orange yeah. Well, some places. Some of them, they do the stripes. Yeah, so-
2: some places do the stripes. In these days, what they would do is they take like a sackcloth, mm-hmm. you know, like for potato. When well, they didn't have potatoes, um,
3: no potatoes either.
2: Yeah, potatoes were weren't discovered until after fourteen ninety. Oh my god! They they're from the New World. How could you? This convince, is all. This how is could all, you convince
3: me to join any religion if we didn't have potatoes? This
2: is all pre potato.
3: What I you know what I don't know why we talk about a, uh, AD and B C. This should be pre potato post potato. But they can't both be PP. right are mm. right. Yeah, potato should be the line, not Jesus.
2: I'm sorry. Well, in the time before the potato, <laughs> they would put people in these sacks, okay. like so. in so, you know, like it was just kind of a, a really rough, yeah, shitty fabric. Yeah,
3: burlap. It's called burlap. That's the there word was, I was a bunch for. of weddings with it. Yeah. it was the main theme for a while.
2: Yeah, and the whole time I just kept thinking the heretics. <laughs> um, so these guys are in burlap. Um. And these these things, and they would draw on them. So one of the things they would do is, um, you know, if somebody if, if, if and one thing I actually forgot to mention earlier, um, if somebody had been found guilty mm-hmm. by the Inquisition and then later released, and they were like penitent about it, okay, uh, for a large section of their life, they'd have to wear a yellow cross pinned to their uh, shirt that showed that they were still like they were a sinner, but they're getting better. Okay. Yeah, that idea comes back in the back in the 1940s. Yeah, okay. Yeah,
3: because you hit the no Nazi button. Yeah.
2: All right. So these guys wearing the San Benito, mm-hmm. they have to wear this sackcloth shirt, and then on it is drawn different descriptions. So if there's a big X, yeah, it just means hey, they they did a they did a sin, but they got to be penitent about it. All right. All right? They got to give up all their personal property. They probably got to leave town or something. Everybody knows they're a bad old sinner, they're a heretic. If it's got flat, if they have flames painted on it Uh-oh. with an arrow pointed down, mm-hmm. then they will be found guilty. Okay, but mm-hmm. they were sorry about what they were guilty for. Okay, so they get to be strangled before we burn them at the stake.
3: Okay, how are they sorry if they don't know what it is yet?
2: Because by this point, they should have figured it out, and then. The last one that was that I, I saw was if they had flames with demons on it, I then have... they don't get to be strangled first. They just yeah. get burned alive. Great. And then the whole time they're wearing a giant cone on their head, like a dunce cap.
3: Oh, wait a minute. I've seen pictures of this. Yeah. Like this.
2: Like you still yeah. see it today in Spain. They'll wear these giant pointy things. Listen. And it looks like the clan, but then they're like, no, it's older. You're like, is it? <laughs> is it? <laughs> is it? Is this pre-potato? <laughs> Yeah. So anyway, they would do this. And then what would happen is now the entire town would watch these different people get dragged up on stage. Yep. They would read their crime, mm-hmm. and they would read the judgment. Yep. And then some of them, even though they were found guilty, they would still be, you know, they would get reprieved. They'd be like, no, you know, the church has actually decided that even though you're were you were a heretic, you have—
3: We're, of, we're so, such a forgiving and gracious church. The
2: Lord is so forgiving. There it is. And then these people would fall on their knees. They'd weep. Oh, my God, I've been saved by the church, and I'll always love the church. And then everybody would cheer, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And one of the things, actually, is the Inquisition viewed every execution as a failure. okay. Because you don't want to execute people,
3: you don't want to lose those numbers. You're losing
2: your numbers. Yeah. So the about five percent of all accused were actually eventually executed. Okay. Uh, Which for them, they were like, ugh, we could have gotten that. We should have gotten that down to three percent. Um, but so these people would then be taken, and then it depended on the town. Most of the time, they would take the people outside of town, where they were then burned at the stake or executed in different ways. But it usually wasn't supposed to be in front of the townspeople.
3: Okay, because it's not supposed to be entertainment.
2: It's not. Their murder isn't supposed to be entertainment. All right. That was the idea. Now, some places, obviously, that was different. Yeah. But that was place to place.
3: Let Vince McMahon get a hold of this idea. Yeah.
2: So that brings us to Spain. Okay. Because all of that was just to kind of get you a general idea of what the Inquisition was. Because as I was doing my research on this, I don't know if you know this, there's a lot of Catholic apologists out there.
3: What do you mean they're apologizing for the shit Catholics did?
2: No, no, no. They, they are like writing it off of like, no, actually it was great. Oh. So most of what I described for you there was actually the sanitized version of it. Because again, you end up stuck with two parts of history here. One is entertainment history. Entertainment history always wants to show you the Inquisitor. He's a scary dude. He wears all red. He hides out in basements torturing people all day. Yeah. Versus the reality, which is he was probably just some fucking nerd. Middle manager. Who was walking around middle manager. Uh they told me I got to kill this guy but I really don't want to is there a loophole I pi-
3: I just pictured it like um the scene in office space where the consultants are coming in and interviewing him.
2: 100% that is the inquisition <laughs> that's that, that is the inquisition but it's one of those things where that's still evil
3: yeah oh. that's
2: the one thing is that 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 they always fuck up with this stuff is they start trying to present you no it was just like a day job it's like yeah the banality of evil dude that is just straight up the banality it's banal it's not flashy Yeah, these aren't these dudes, they aren't sweeping in like fucking Darth Vader hacking people to bits. But at the same time, they're coming in and going like more like Grand Moff Tarkin on the Death Star, which is just like, "Mm, how many are down there? I'll blow up the planet (laughs) like that's kind of it's the the Inquisition is built by Protestants later as this crazy, you know, anti force that's out there. Well, at the same exact time, while, yes, it's still evil. They then took it to such a cartoonish degree mm-hmm. that it becomes unbelievable again. Yeah, where then you go? Okay, well then that's different for that time. Where I'm like, no, we can go back here very easily. Yeah, we've we did this in Guantanamo Bay. We learned about torturing people through waterboarding
3: mm-hmm.
2: from the Inquisition because that was a way to torture people without
3: breaking their skin,
2: breaking their skin, and, and making blood come out.
3: Wow. Okay, so, so how do we get to Spain?
2: So, the reason we go to Spain is because for the
3: ha- the jamon. Yeah, so that's the only reason I'd go.
2: So, the reason we get to Spain, so much jamon. That's why you want to go?
3: Yeah. Oh, that in the sunshine? So I can lay in the sunshine like an iguana and just eat ham products.
2: So, the reason why we're going to go to Spain is I'm going to let Mr. Brooks explain real I'm quick. I'm so
3: excited about how much Mel Brooks there is in this episode.
2: Yeah, uh, you should be. <laughs> The Inquisition, let's begin. The Inquisition, look out, Sam. We have a mission to convert the Jews. <laughs> so two things. Number one, I want to let you know, that was the first song I ever tried to download from Napster. <laughs> I'm dead serious. But when I first heard that song, I was like, this is weirdly catchy. It's also obscene. Yep. Like this is the mo- the craziest thing. And I found a version of it on Napster way back in the day when I still had dial up internet. Yep. I it I spent a like half a day trying to download it and it had ninety-eight percent done and then the file broke. Oh. So getting this on my soundboard made me so fucking happy.
3: Oh, they they call that he- healing your inner child.
2: It's a hundred percent healing my inner <laughs> child. So earlier I mentioned um about how a big chunk of Spain was Muslim. Yeah. It was controlled by the Muslims through the conquest as they came up across from Morocco. Yeah. And there was a thing called the Reconquista. Mm -hmm. Now, the Reconquista was moves and pushes by uh, Christian nobles who pushed to eventually reconquer Spain Mm -hmm. and make it Christian. Okay. Now, as they were doing that. They were also infighting the entire time. So you would have Christian knights who fought for Muslim lords. Mm -hmm. You had Muslims who fought for Christians. The Jews were there the entire time. Yeah. Just working for whoever was in charge. Yeah. And what was happening was under the Muslims, the Muslims said, listen, if you convert to Islam, great. If you don't, no worries. Okay. You got to pay a tax. Oh. That was their thing. The sinner tax. It was basically, yeah. They have a specific term for it. I can't remember it off the top of my head. I didn't write it down. Okay. So that's why you end up in a lot of the different Muslim empires. You will have this thing where the Christians have to pay a certain, uh, Christians and Jews have to pay a certain tithe. But weirdly, comparatively to Mm -hmm. other places, it's actually like there's just a lot more religions around. Yeah. Because the Muslims, like, no, I want you to come to Islam. Yeah. I, I want you to be Muslim. But, like, if that's your shit, that's your shit. Whatever. Yeah. Go do your job. I but, don't care. But,
3: you know, give me a little money.
2: Give me a, you're going to have to pay the government, though, yeah. because we're allowing you to live here. Yeah. And so this arrangement worked pretty well on what's called the Iberian Peninsula, mm-hmm. which is that whole area of Spain and Portugal. And so over time, the reconquista happened and the, the kings of Aragorn Mm -hmm. and Castile, okay, or the two sections there, pushed their way down and eventually finally forced the Muslims out and they forced them back into Morocco. Mm -hmm. Now, there were still Muslims that were left behind because when you reach the end of these wars, they had peace treaties. And when King Ferdinand signed the peace treaty... With the Muslims, he said, I am now the king of three religions. All right. Because I have Catholics, I have Muslims, and I have Jews.
3: All right. And that
2: kept the peace
3: Mm -hmm. for
2: about like six months.
3: Not a lot of time. When
2: they started to make declarations of, you guys better convert or we're going to fucking kill you. All right. Because that's what they immediately started doing. And so they turned to the Jews and the Muslims, and they said, convert, die, or leave. And so I'm gonna go. Yeah,
3: it's like the little the SpongeBob getting up from the chair. Yeah,
2: <laughs> So what you end up having is this group of people called the Conversios. Okay, they're also no, nicknamed New Christians. All right. So these are people who were Jewish, okay. who converted to Catholicism. All right. Because they're like, listen, my my me and my family have lived here for hundreds of years. Yeah. I got a good job. I don't want to leave. This is bullshit. Yeah. So we'll just fucking be Catholic. Who cares? Yeah. We barely go to temple anyway. We'll yeah, just be Catholic. Sure. It's fine. We can eat ham now, I guess. So like, that's what the change was. So you had these different people who converted. Mm-hmm. These are the people that the Inquisition then goes after.
3: Why? You won. You got what you wanted.
2: No, because the Inquisition can only go after Catholics.
3: So they tricked them into converting just so they could inquisition no. them?
2: No. No, because it's actually even weirder than that. Because over time, right, you have the group who go and they assimilate. They become new Christians.
3: Yeah. We're, yeah,
2: All right. But, however, they still have their names are slightly different than the old Christians. The old Christians know, you know, oh, my name's like Smith yeah. you know, or whatever. But if your name's, you know, this, oh, that means he converted later. So over time, you still have these ideas of their blood's wrong mm-hmm even though they don't have genetics back then there's something wrong about mm-hmm. their family history mm-hmm. there's something fucked up that goes back further
3: i don't like the direction this is going in and
2: so slowly as more and more of the jews who didn't convert leave yeah and are forced to leave and as more of the muslims who didn't convert leave the ones who remained the good ones
3: in air quotes
2: in heavy air quotes yeah they become the chief area of suspicion now because all of, you, you said, all the problems were the Jews. Well, all the Jews have left. Well, these guys are still here, but they're not Jews anymore. Yeah, but they're not Christians like us.
3: Mm-hmm. So you
2: end up with two groups of people you have what are called the Moranos and the Moriscos. Okay. So, Moranos were Spanish and Portuguese Jews who were forced to convert to Christianity but who were believed to continue practicing Judaism in secret. Quote-unquote, crypto-Jews.
3: Crypto-Jews? Yes. That sounds like something you see on an NFT Reddit forum. That
2: does sound like that. (laughs) And you also have crypto-Muslims, which is what the Moriscos are considered. So people who have converted, but did they truly convert? Mm -hmm. And what you end up having is you end up having this situation where what they get upset about are things like, you know, the 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 Jewish converts, well maybe they, they stick they, they stay kosher. Yeah. Well, I'm to, listen, I'm not eating pork, you know? Yeah. Hey, maybe we don't eat the shellfish. Maybe. Maybe. Oh, I don't know, man. If you're not, you're getting, not a real I'm Spaniard unless you eat the shellfish. I was gonna
3: say it'd be really hard in Spain.
2: Yeah. You're not gonna you're not gonna eat fucking pork.
3: Oh my god. I don't even know what I would do.
2: I know. <laughs> but it's just little stuff like that. So, you know, as they hey, you know, they maybe they're stay in touch with their family who didn't convert. And one of the reasons. So why-
3: now you're describing um, when you're fully in a cult, like
2: mm-hmm. the
3: Scientology, like when you're like you're not supposed to communicate with your family when they're not part of the, in air quotes, religion. Yeah,
2: and this is where we want to. I want to make the point, which is you're never going to be one of the good ones. Mm-hmm. And even if you're one of the good ones, you're only one of the good ones now, yeah. because that's exactly what happens to the conversio, which is torquemada, who is who. Mel Brooks is playing yeah he's the chief inquisitor in Spain when he one of his biggest fears is that the Jews who were who converted didn't actually convert yeah and so the attacks that he starts to do on these communities as the black plague and all this other stuff is finally starting to go away as he started to really ruin these communities it's because he doesn't believe, that they've actually bought into the whole thing, because but he, it gets they sold think as less
3: than inherently.
2: Inherently, yeah. yeah. But again, even listen to Mel Brooks' song to convert the Jews. No, if they're if you're actually a Jew, they just chased you out of town. I mean, yeah, yeah there were pogroms and all that other stuff, but in reality, they just wanted you gone. Yeah, there's no conversion of the Jews. Mm-hmm. Once you converted, now you're under the church system, and the church system's paranoid about you because they're the church is afraid you're going to change the church mm-hmm. And then the local king, he's annoyed because he you know Fr- um Ferdinand and Isabella, yeah, these are the people who signed up Columbus for the new world. Thanks, boss. These are the same people
3: they looked at his resume and said he seems like a good dude.
2: seems real smart. Mm-hmm. so this all this stuff is happening at the same time. Jeez. And it's, it's, it gets even weirder. So one of the things that I realized as I was reading this is there is a, for the Moriscos, it's Spanish for Moorish, by the way. Yeah. They say everything is Moor in Spain. Um, So they were, a lot of them left and a lot of them fled to North Africa and became part of the Barbary Corsairs. Okay. Which, le- so when America was founded. All right. The first nation on Earth to recognize America, all right, was Morocco. Cool. Yeah, they're immediately they're like, "Yep, yeah, sure, whatever. Yeah, you have safe passage as long as it has your flag. It's fine. Whatever. Fuck everybody else. <laughs> yeah, sure." So Morocco immediately recognized the Pretty United chill, States.
3: chill, Guys, thanks. Yeah,
2: it was it was in 1777. Okay, <laughs> like they were like, "We didn't even recognize us at that yeah. point," and we're like, "Oh shit, they're already. I guess we're legit." Yeah. So, uh, but one of the first. Treaties that was signed after the one with Morocco, which still stands to this day. It's like one; it's our oldest diplomatic treaty. Mm -hmm. Another one was then signed with the Barbary corsairs. Now these were pirates that were mainly stationed out of Tripoli and Libya. Okay, but again, these are the people who were forced out of Spain by the Inquisition and the Reconquista. Okay, they move to Libya. Where, again, they're raiding American ships that are coming in to do trade in the Mediterranean. Mm
4: -hmm, mm -hmm.
2: And so the U.S. actually entered into a treaty with them, gunboat diplomacy. In 1796, there is Article 11 of the treaty stated as such, quote, "...as the government of the United States of America is not in any sense founded on the Christian religion, as it has itself no character of enmity against the laws, religious, or tranquility of Muslims." And as the said states never have entered in any way uh, in any war or act of hostility against any Muslim nation, it is declared by the parties that no pretext arising from religious opinions shall ever produce an interruption of the harmony existing between the two countries.
3: Holy shit. Imagine.
2: So, but Accepting
3: but he, and saying that it wasn't a Christian nation.
2: <laughs> but that's and here's the thing. To this day, that is that line alone. Is what is used as an argument against the idea that the U.S. was founded as a Christian nation? Yeah, because that's one of the few documents that we have that straight out spell it out plainly. Yeah. Now, while the First Amendment says, you know, no, no, the, the whole thing about no, no official state religion and all that other stuff,
4: mm-hmm.
2: it's also lawyers get involved and they lawyer it up.
3: They sure do. But this
2: one straight up says we were not founded as a Christian religion. <laughs> Like, <laughs> no, but again, that, that line wouldn't have existed Yeah. if it hadn't been for the Reconquista pushing the Muslims out of there and back into Libya, making them into pirates who then raid American shit. Like, like yeah. the interconnectedness of history just gets so fucking weird.
3: Yeah. You know, I just remembered, and I don't know why it popped in my brain, but did you know that I was an altar server in church?
2: Uh, I think you've told me that before
3: Yeah I just remembered it just now I blocked that uh, memory But yeah I was part of the first uh, Generation of girls That were allowed to be altar servers Yeah And that was weird okay. But I did that <laughs> I just thought, I just don't know why I just thought about it. I don't know. I don't know. I know that we used to get cash sometimes, like if there was like a wedding or a funeral. Oh,
2: if you did family, like extra one, a, like non Sundays? A little
3: bit of extra bell ringing and incense making. Yeah. You get a couple bucks. Okay. Sounds pretty sweet. That's something. Yeah, there's stuff, stuff there.
2: So, one of the things um, with the, the Inquisition, as it spreads and all these different things, it goes to these different areas. It gets. As it heats up in Spain, mm-hmm. a lot of the the conversios, especially, yeah, um, flee to Portugal, okay, and to other areas, and then they flee to Portugal, and then it heats up in Portugal, mm-hmm. and then they will flee to another area, yeah. and then it heats up there, which is how you end up with this heat map here. Oh, all right, there's of this just all the different areas you can see people Jews fleeing to. Yep, all across, which is how you end up with there. I think there's, I think it's 119. Is There's a racist dog whistle you will what? see online, which uh, white supremacists often post. Oh, well, you know, how come they fled from 109 of the 119 nations or whatever it is on earth? When it's, again, not true because a lot of the places are regions at this point. Oh. Like they have Germany listed on here. Yeah. Germany didn't exist until the 1880s. Po- uh,
3: Post-Potato.
2: Post-Potato. <laughs> You know the different areas here. You know, Hungary as its own was part of the Austro-Hungarian Empire for a time. Like, like nation states are created and dissolved all the time. But it's so a one- there.
3: It, this racist dog whistle is blaming them for being chased out, saying it's their own fault. Yes. Okay.
2: Because what they'll claim is mm-hmm. what the racists will claim is, well, what do these people know about the Jews that we don't? If they chased them out. Look how often they get chased out. If I got chased out of every place I went to, I must, I'd i be a real asshole. It's like, yeah, dude, you do. You that's do. why you that's aren't why allowed nobody, to talk to your, your fucking daughter no more, you. dude.
3: That's why your kids don't call, my dude.
2: So anyway, one of the things that happens, though, is you, you just see all these different people moving to all the different areas. Mm-hmm. And you can see that that being spread around, um, which brings me to England. Uh-oh. Now, the reason I bring this up is the last part about the- uh, Wait, are
3: we leaving Spain forever? In this conversation. Yes. Okay. Just want to say that like when we were like first talking about like how what Spain was doing, my very first thought was that I am glad that there's a bunch of asshole English people stuck there because of Brexit. That's what Spain deserves.
2: (laughs) Yes. So one of the things that um, I do want to talk about England a little bit because a lot of the conversio end up going to England. Okay. And along with, they go to Antwerp. They go, a lot of them go to Northern Europe. A bunch of them go back to the Ottoman Empire. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they, they spread, you know, wherever they can go, wherever they're they can find safe. They're running away. Yeah, they're running away. Wherever they can find someplace that's safe where they can then finally put down roots. Yeah. And the English are constantly, after after this point, like constantly at war with Spain. Yeah. It's a pretty regular occurrence after a while. Mm-hmm. So the people who go to England are like, listen to what fucking assholes the spanish were and the english loved this
3: yeah they're like yeah so they're like more. yeah
2: fuck these guys look then they did what with thumb screws, and they just start writing this stuff down mm-hmm. and again we all speak english so these are the stories that begin to spread more and more yeah then the english become protestant uh, uh-oh the, the Inquisition is part of Catholicism. Okay. The English hate the Catholics. hmm Inquisition, all those different things. So they, they it all gets piled into this soup of look at the crazy shit they're doing. Because one of the things that the Inquisition was going after mm-hmm. were Protestants because Protestants are heretics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, like, no other way around it. Yeah. So this just keeps, like, piling on top of itself. Mm-hmm. And so with the English love to look back go, "Well, look how crazy they got." You know, look how crazy the Spanish and the Catholic got. not us, though we're Protestants.
3: Yeah, like Protestants ever did. What? Yeah, I'm sorry, well, what?
2: There's a reason why the English didn't English
3: have no room to talk about any type of torture or colonization or religious aggression. That's insanity.
2: So the reason why the English didn't have an inquisition of this type,
3: Mm
2: -hmm. especially going after the Jews in England during this period, is because there were no Jews in England. They had expelled them from the entire island in 1290. Oh, God. And you know who expelled them?
3: Let me guess. No, don't let me guess.
2: No, I want you to guess.
3: No, I don't know because this is (laughs) (laughs) pre-potato.
2: Have you ever seen Braveheart? Yeah. You know the bad guy from Braveheart? Mel Gibson. Well, now, yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> Edward Longshanks, the the tall yes, English yeah. king, mm-hmm. the one who throws his son's boyfriend out the window. Yeah, yeah, that one. Okay. He banned all the Jews from England one day.
3: Okay, great.
2: And part of that is based on blood libel. Oh,
3: No, not blood
2: libel. We're don't worry, we're gonna wrap up on blood libel. No,
3: I don't. Oh God, we can't end on blood libel, babes. Oh, Why? My
2: God. I want people to have a good Monday.
3: Oh. <laughs> Oh, my God.
2: Well, I just want to explain this. And and here's the thing. If you guys ever want to, Wikipedia always has has a section. It's part of a series on anti-Semitism. And they have some great tropes out here that they just really explain. Um, like blood libel, the Dreyfus affair, finance control, international Jewish conspiracy, rootless cosmopolitan.
3: George Soros? Is he on there?
2: Uh, QAnon. Yeah. White genocide, Zog, et cetera. Mm-hmm blood libel though is and cuz this is important yeah because it'll be it's being brought up now against the trans community yeah blood libel is the idea that any group that you don't like or trust is out for your kids mhm and that's a big thing with blood libel so what was being pushed especially in the, especially in the 1100s was that there were three children who were killed mhm and these three kids were all young children in England. Uh, their names were Harold of Gloucester, Little Saint Hugh of Lincoln, and William of Norwich.
3: They named him Saint, or he was just so great that they said he was a little saint.
2: All three were made saints by the Catholic Church.
3: Oh, no. They
2: were considered martyrs immediately. Uh, basically, these kids were found dead, and um, the townspeople just started blaming Jews. And they started making up these stories that the Jews had to kill... Uh, they had to kill unbaptized children and that this had to be done on Passover.
3: What? Okay. Oh my God. That is.
2: So that way they could get more Jew powers.
3: That's okay.
2: Because, and they use that for like the unleavened bread and all this shit. But But... this is, this is where this type of stuff comes from. Mm -hmm. But again, these are people who are worshiping Jesus whose whole big deal was having his last meal was Passover. He
3: was Jewish.
2: Yeah. So it doesn't make sense. But that, because of that flare-up and violence and all these other things, Edward I kicks the Jews out of England. Mm-hmm. And while he's doing that, he also seizes all of their money. Of course. Because this is also what happens every time they're expelled, which is that they just take all the money because the Jews are basically the only middle class most of these places have because they're the only ones allowed to be bankers because they're not allowed to do any other job. Yeah. So it's just interesting.
3: Yeah. It's like... Um... What was the, I forget the name of the law that you maybe, you know, the law that made sure that um, Asian immigrants weren't allowed, Asian immigrants weren't allowed to hold certain jobs. And that's why a lot of uh, Chinese immigrants and such have uh, laundromats and restaurants because they weren't allowed to do anything but laundromats and restaurants. I think the
2: Chinese Exclusion Act. Yeah,
3: that's it. Sorry. I had a brain fart on that one. But yeah, it's it's that same idea. It's like if you you limit a group to only these small sources of income, and then steal their money yeah. every opportunity you get, and then mock them then for then that being the only job they can have for yeah. being like, oh, you. That's why you all own laundry mats. It's like, okay, but they own seven laundry mats now, boss. Yeah,
2: congratulations, <laughs> and you don't have a washer dryer you in your apartment. You yourself. Yeah. So
3: Um, great, yeah. That's I was thinking about that when you were talking about like the, the idea of like if you're one of the good ones, because I think about that a lot when I see on, uh, you know, I don't watch Fox News, but when I see the clips of Fox News where there's like, the, um, uh, like the gay Republicans, the gays against rumors or like whatever they are, you know, people that are of uh, minority and exploited groups that think that if they're good enough and they can assimilate into these groups enough that they'll be safe and like it happens a lot with white women too yeah like white women are just like if i can just stay close enough to the uh, the abusive patriarchal system it'll keep me safe and eventually it won't that's the that's the end of the story it never will
2: no, and that's, and that's what I kind of wanted to point out because as I was reading this, that's what started to become more and more like clear to me. you know. Because again, I knew my dad was going to point out to me a long time ago. He's like, you know, the Inquisition was really about the converted. Yeah. And I was like, what do you mean? Because it was always kind of sold as an early version of the Holocaust and early pogroms and all those different things that happened to Jews uh, throughout history. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, no, it was just like these Catholics showed up and they just started beating on Jews. And he was like, they started beating on Jewish Catholics. And I was like, that doesn't make sense. Well, it but, does but,
3: make sense because I guess and you can obviously correct me if I'm wrong, but it seems like the Catholic Church didn't have the right to beat on the Jews until they became Catholic. Then they're like, You're under our roof now, boss. Like yeah, now well, you have to follow our rules. And no, that's and, when they're gonna exploit you. And them. that's
2: and that's a big part of it. And and part of that is because in a lot of cases when the Jews would enter into certain regions mm-hmm. they were put under protectorate of the king okay so they were actually like the way serfs are you know for property yeah they were the king's jews so if you attacked these jews you were attacking the king so they were under directly underneath their property like okay. underneath his protection yeah and they would do that because again these these jews were able to Finance, They were able to do usury. Mm -hmm. So they They were able to to get interest interest. loans. Yeah. All that was banned.
3: Let's bring that back. Let's bring that back. It says in the Bible, you're not supposed to charge interest. Yeah. Clear that student loan debt.
2: So because of that, so then the the, the rulers want to keep them close. Yeah. But then if it gets too much or maybe, hey, all those loans were underneath my dad. I'm not my dad anymore. Why don't you fuck off? Mm. You know, I'll let you leave with what you have on your back. I'm keeping your castle, though. Yeah, I'm going to keep get, your get treasury. You. you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like that's just it, that was just a reverse bankruptcy. So, you know, they always had to that's why you would end up having them spread out as well mm-hmm. because you would say, "Hey, well, why don't you stay one duchy over if this duke goes crazy on us?" Yeah. Then I can run to you and you're under protection of this other king. Yeah. You know, I'll go run over to my cousin's place. And that's why they they wanted to keep that system up because that was really the system of banking. But the that's the, wild. The part that is is wild to me though. It, it was going through it cuz you see this time and time again, which is these people think, "Hey, they told me all I have to do is sign this piece of paper and then I'm good." And yeah. it's like, "Well, you're good until they get rid of all the people who didn't sign the piece of paper. Then you were the last person who signed the paper." Yeah. Because that was the one thing they kept pointing out to the them. last
3: hired first fired. Exactly. Because this is just Office Space,
2: yeah, <laughs> that's one hundred percent.
3: We're just you, we're just retelling Office Space at this point, yeah,
2: <laughs> except with a lot more thumb screws, yeah. But I mean, that's the one thing that I drove.
3: I just pictured the my stapler guy and be like, my thumb screws, anyway,
2: yeah. <laughs> have you seen my thumb screws? <laughs> yeah, the red, red, red g- swing line no, thumb screws. That's
3: not good. Yeah. Inappropriate. Yeah. So this was a weird ride, and I don't, I don't feel good. Yeah, I don't feel exceptionally sad and depressed.
2: Well, it's Tucker Carlson's fault. Like I said, I was reading oh, an article God and the term auto de fe came up.
3: If I could slam my head into a desk every time the word Tucker Carlson gets named, you think he'd be able to go in oblivion now? But I know he's not. No. I know he's not.
2: No, but I wanted to let our listeners kind of know of what that system was and everything else that was going on with it because it is interesting. As we're going to see. I believe in the next few years, you're going to start to see more things that are going to look inquisitorial, especially in places um, that are going against books, especially in places that are going against certain groups of people. You're going to start to see some of the things that are kind of similar to auto de phase You're going to start to see these publicly sort of kangaroo court like trials. Yeah, they won't seem that way. There'll be hearings and things like that, but you'll start to see the growth of that because um, we're, we're beginning to see that. And I yeah. think, well, they'll come out of Florida and they'll come out of Texas.
3: Yeah, 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 because they're trying, well, trying, however, they're, it's trying to become a theocracy, uh, and it's terrifying. That's why next week I'm going to have to do something awesome so that we can have a, <laughs> an upper episode. Wait, I think we're going to be recording a book club this week.
2: Yes, we are going to record a book club this week. So
3: that will be awesome, and it will bring our dopamine back up. So we won't be bummed out Yep. because I can't wait to ruin Alex's night by uh, telling him about the book that I just finished reading. Yeah. And it's really a fun read. So if you want a fun read and you think you can get it done in three days, which I think you can because it's so fun to read that you probably won't be able to put it down. Check out my Instagram at Mrs. 500 I have the books listed there that I'm going through and then just, you know, whatever else I'm thinking about. And, um, yeah, we'll be putting that out this week.
2: All right. What are you hitting? I'm hitting the, the show over button.
3: Oh, well, okay.
2: Well, I'm just ready for it. I thought you were wrapping it up.
3: No, you just look like you're like... have your butt hand on the like doom button almost no
2: no, it's it's the show over button so i was (laughs) gonna let you gonna say your last little line well
3: also thanks to you patreons we really appreciate you and thanks for everybody who leaves comments on our episodes and inbox us um i love reading the comments and um great that's it that i don't know what else to say
2: okay we need to get you a closing catchphrase the spanish
3: inquisition is a hard thing to end on (laughs)